Welcome to another episode of 20, 30, 40, straight talk, no edit. <laughs> Every time we do that, it put a smile in my heart. I'd be like, so excited. I am excited. Today, we have a guest. Her name is Carmen, a.k.a. Chakra Khan, a.k.a. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> a.k.a. My meditation guru, Zen. Welcome to my place. Thank you. <laughs> so, we're going to jump in with our update. So, who wants to go first? Of course, me. <laughs> so, my update is recently I have been trying to tap into my feminality. Um, I've been trying to be more feminine and also be more... What's the word that I'm looking for? I had it earlier. But be more... Um, What's the word called where like men chase you? Alluring? Like, yes. To not to my partner. Like to make him always want me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is why are you making that face? I hit the mic. Oh, okay. So like I just I'm really trying to tap into that and like find my feminality in myself, what makes me, you know, me and enjoyable and that's just I've also came up with like ten rules. Like one is I can't leave the house with like chip nail polish. Let me tell you a story. Not me, I'll clean out the Let me right tell now. you a story. So I was at work this week, right? <laughs> and I had I did my nails and one nail was off. And like I had to go do something, but I had a client in the office. But I walked out and like while I was still doing what I was doing, I'm literally taking my nails off. I came back in. He like, um, yeah, I noticed you had nails on before. <laughs> and I'm just like, you wasn't supposed to notice, like, this change. And he just really, like, threw me off because he wasn't supposed to see that. So, yeah, that's my update, just trying to be more feminine and bring more feminality to my life. Hmm. That's a good one. But you already pretty feminine. Mm, I feel like I've been very lax lately. Like, I don't want to leave the house just looking average. That is a good point. Especially when you're a mom. Mm. <laughs> Girl, when you a mom, you yeah. grab that goat to go bag yeah. with the, the juice and the snacks. You don't care how you look. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, my update is I really just been reading a lot lately. Still reading my Awakening Indigo book. And also, I started reading another book. It's called The Alchemy of Sexual Energy. Now, this one is taking a little bit longer for me to get into because it has, like, rules in it. And, of course, I, I get bored by the rules. So, but I'm really trying to um, tap into that and just been writing, writing more and recording myself talking because sometimes I feel like I don't feel like writing. So I'd be like, let me just record what I say and just have it down so I can go back and write it later. And really just, I mean, that's it for real. I've been having a hard time meditating at home. I don't know why, but. Don't find out today. Yeah. <laughs> that's my update for this week. My update for this week is really simple. I finally did my Facebook page for my LLC. So you guys can find me at I Am Changing Life Coach Service LLC on Facebook. Um, it is now where I do my Monday, Wednesday, and Friday lives and all of my updates. You can see my events and come like me. That's basically my update for this week. Okay. Black Girl Magic. First and foremost, I want to give Black Girl Magic to Beyonce. Hey. 
Hey, why are you looking like that? No reason. <laughs> okay. Your faces have been like. I told what what I tell okay, you when okay, we okay, said okay. mm. So she is just the bomb.com. Let me say that. I know sometimes I can be a Beyonce hater, and I like to give props when props are due. Thank and you. she definitely, <laughs> she definitely deserves her props this week. No, l- listen. I was listening to Homecoming in the car. I tried mm-hmm. to stay up last night to watch it on Netflix. But I fell asleep. But listening to it in the mm-hmm. car, I literally looked down at my arm. I had goosebumps because mm-hmm. it's not that the songs are new, but it's just that experience of, like, going to HBCU, hearing the live band, and feeling, like, at home, like, she bringing out culture to mainstream now. I have my pros and my cons about that, mm-hmm. but we'll get into that another day. But um, <laughs> the fact that, like, she had uh, Master P on some of the songs, she had a little Juvie, and y'all know how I feel about Juvie. Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, excited, like, yes, B, I'm here for all this Bay Cella, B Cella for mm-hmm. the rest of the time. see <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Um, the other black girl magic. You could say it. The mama. You the one got it. I didn't look anything up. Marseille. Hey. Yeah. Marseille for a little. She is our other black girl magic. I know she was our black girl magic last time, but mm-hmm. after seeing the movie. Right. Like, she really is our black girl magic. That movie was hilarious. How old is she? 14. 14. Ooh. I think she started at 12, I think. Yeah. And she has her own production company. And they told her no, and she was like, but yes. That reminds me of uh, what's the other one? Zendaya. She reminds. Don't she have her own production company too? I don't oh, know. No. She has a contract with like Maybelline or something, but I don't know about a production company. What's the show? Casey something. I think that's. Is it? Let me not say anything before I get it wrong. <laughs> <yeah>. Allegedly, <laughs> I think she has her own show too. Like she is a black girl magic as well. Go see little. I mean, if you have young kids, you might not want to take the young young kids. But it was funny to me. Carmen, have you seen Little yet? I have not. Not yet. Okay. So, um, we're going to let you introduce yourself. We're just going to go ahead and get into the... No, we ain't. You is not fit to be petty and let her introduce herself. Why she can't introduce How herself? How we know her? I said it at she the beginning. Did. You know people done forgot. <laughs> <clears throat> Stop doing that mic like that. No. <laughs> I was about to put on my meditation voice, but I'm going to just be regular. You got a meditation voice? I do. <laughs> do we got to pay for it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Not this time. Okay. So I want to welcome to the 203040 podcast my friend, my meditation guru, my chakra con, my love muffin, my Carmen San Diego, <laughs> Kay's mom. <laughs> See, she didn't get out at the first time. She had a little extra. I mean, it kept going, didn't it? Welcome. Welcome. So, tell us a little bit about like what you do and what motivated you to do it. What I do, I do a lot. So, just stick with meditation. Yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> you share can all everything. of us, mm-hmm. all of that, Plug but everything, <laughs> and then lead into meditation. Okay, um, so. What I do, I guess, nine to five is I'm a scientist. I've been, doing, I've been a scientist for 10 years. What? Mm. Black girl magic. I was just curious. Black scientist. Yes. So with being a scientist, I make my own wine. I'm a wine connoisseur. So. Yes. Okay. And I'm it's a- delicious. <laughs> hey, I 
what? know that's Ooh, right. Feels so <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm like, dang. You got wine? Okay, so how can we find your wine? Um, actually, it's bottled, but now I'm getting, I'm waiting for like the label distributions, mm-hmm. and once I have that, then okay. it's free for all. Mm-hmm. Not free. Y'all I mean, not free, it. but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Y'all pay for she does wine effect. tastings as well. I just went to one this past week. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, However, even and then outside of that, I'm a meditation instructor, so <laughs> it all links together in a way. I'm so just, I'm just okay. So, so I know we do on meditation, but you're a black scientist, and I personally have never met a black scientist. Yes, you have. Who? Me. <laughs> I didn't you mean to laugh. <laughs> what? You don't promote that. I don't promote it, but I am a black scientist. She it, though. Yes, but you said you never had met one, but I was just correcting you. You a craft teacher. <laughs> so what science do you study? Currently, <clears throat> sorry, I specialize in microbiology. Okay. So um, I'm the lead scientist for a pharmaceutical company. But um, throughout the 10 years, I have published research. Um, I help find a strand for um, uh, MS. Woo-hoo. So that's public, and I've done chemistry for five years. I was the microbiologist over the French's Food Company, so I oversaw that nationally and internationally. Um, and then, yeah, biology and micro. Okay. And what, so what, what's, your, what's your field? Um, my undergraduate degree is in biology. Thank you very much. That's what I'm talking about practicing. Like, Wait, did you go to school? Mm-hmm. Where'd you go to school? Um, undergrad, Illinois State University, Red okay. Bears. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for grad, Wash U and Walden University. Oh, you got two grad degrees. Um, it was a joint. So okay. I was able to do some of the courses online and then all of the labs and, you know, the papers and the case mm-hmm. studies was on campus. Okay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. I know that's right. That's how we actually met. What, at school? Doing our uh, master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, it's hot in here, so we. Oh, we have a fan on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how we actually met at the um, St. Clair County Health Department, mm-hmm. and we became fast friends. <laughs> in Illinois, once again. Okay. And we went to Walden together. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. It, so that school is here. No, it's um, online. Oh, okay. The yeah. campus is in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So now to the meditation. I'm just over here just can hit the floor right now. Okay. <laughs> Figure out what type of wine it is and stuff. Okay, so we're going to talk about meditation. Mm-hmm. How did you get into meditation? Um, I actually got into meditation while I was in college. I, uh, I call it semester suicide. Mm. So I had anatomy and calculus and genetics. Um, mm. In one semester? In one semester. I, I had a, a hard caseload on me. Um, and also, I suffered with migraines. Mm-hmm. So with that, I was extremely stressed out, um, anxiety through the roof, and I needed a release. Um, but my release, it wasn't talking to people. I knew that I can talk to people all day, but it still can't solve my problems. And I did more research, and um, I discovered meditation. Okay, and you are certified in meditation. So how long have you been certified? I've been certified for four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's amazing. Okay, so how can they find your classes? 
So classes are at Pure Vegan Meditation and Yoga Center. It's in the Central West End at 310 Belt Avenue, Tuesdays and Fridays from 5.30 to 6.30. So go support, go support, go support. It's an awesome class. I go faithfully every week on Tuesdays. I usually don't make it on Fridays, but on Tuesdays I go and I love it. It's so relaxing and Carmen can tell you, I've grown a lot since my first class because I'm very inquisitive. Y'all know that about me. Mm -hmm. I'm very inquisitive. (laughs) And so it's kind of helped like put that at bay and just kind of help me like trust the flow of things. Mm -hmm. Did she tell you how long she had been trying to do meditation? No. Mm. A long time. Yes. So quick question. Is it guided meditation or is it like how does the flow of the class work? Thank you. Uh, So in meditation, there are about 23 different techniques for it. So it's not just the commercialized Mm -hmm. way of it. And what I try to do is every single class, I try to make sure that we do a different technique That way, you know, students, you guys can learn more. But also, whatever the reason is that you need to meditate, it's different techniques for that. So maybe Zen works for you this week. If you're off balance, chakra balancing will work for you another week. If you just need to relax and calm down, guided meditation for relaxation, you know, is another another approach that we can take. So I try to make sure that we touch on every single basis, depending on what you're trying to heal, what you're trying to accomplish is something out there for everybody Mm. so what if you've never meditated before like how do you know if you're doing it right I get that a lot um because a lot of people you know they can download an app and then they meditate and they say well I was breathing but I don't know if I, Mm -hmm. I did it but meditation is mainly the breath breathing and relaxing the body calming the mind and being able to shut off your conscious brain and turn on your spiritual brain you know be in the now so if you feel calm, if you feel relaxed, if you can just take a second and just breathe, then you're doing it right. There is no wrong way. I take that back. Only time there's a wrong <laughs> way when you meditate is when it's just too much on your mind and mm-hmm. you know, and you just can't get to that relaxation. But any other way. So this is what I was taught. I don't know if this is right, but they was like, you count. One, two, and then if you come, like a thought comes to your mind, you got to start all over. Or maybe that's when you're trying to go to sleep. No. <laughs> but they was like, if you, if you, like a thought come to your mind, then you got to like start over. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's an approach. It's okay. a really good approach to take, especially if you're a person where you just constantly have mm-hmm. so much on your mind, you're easily distracted. It's good to kind of breathe in, count the seconds of your breath, mm-hmm. and then when you release, count the seconds, mm-hmm. or just every single time you count, see how far you can count. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great for beginners. But the only thing about that is if that is the approach that you constantly take, you won't be able to achieve, mm-hmm. like, that true relaxation or mm-hmm. that true... Because you count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're more worried about counting. You're more focused mm-hmm. on the count. Okay. Have hey, you? Go ahead. Have you ever come in contact with someone that you could never just get to meditate? No. <laughs> I, I have encountered individuals where it has took them a long time to actually get to that point, mm-hmm. but it all depends on the person. You know, like, if, if you believe it and if this is what you want, you know, it can happen. Okay. It's achievable. You just have to, just like with anything, a lot of stuff when you try the first time, you might not be a pro at it, but if you keep it up, then you'll gradually, Sade, for example. We know. <laughs> like, we will be in class starting off, and a lot of times after we meditate, I do intuitive readings. 
So she would ask me five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. Like, <laughs> well, why is that? Why is that? <laughs> and uh, I think we're finally to the point where she's learned to just let go, mm-hmm. let it be, mm-hmm. um, allow the present to be a gift that of what it is. <laughs> I was just about to say, you we are thankful like, for you. She was like, I want to and so she started asking me, I was like, listen, you need to go find somebody else because I'll have all your answers. I know how it works for me, and I'm not an instructor, so I can't tell people how it works for them. I'm the first person. Y'all know if it's not my ministry, I'm going to say go find it. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned something about apps um, a couple of minutes ago. How do you know the apps that you can trust? Or is there, like, does there need to be a level of trust when using apps? Mm-hmm. With apps, you can trust apps. It's more so YouTube, okay. you know. So when you go to YouTube, because a finger is, it can, for some people, there can be a lot of demonic things hidden into the music or hidden into the guided meditation. So, And when you're meditating, you're very vulnerable. So you have to be very careful and with who you meditate with because you you want to be able to trust that person, trust the environment, and understand the background to the person that's that's saying it. But with when it comes to apps, a lot of the apps are just music or a lot of the apps are guided meditation. One thing that I came across is for some of the guided meditation apps, the their voice is maybe too dull or the music isn't so it's very easy for you to get distracted when you're going through that you say you have to be careful who you meditate with like is there a way to protect yourself when you're meditating that's a very good question um the only way that you can protect yourself when you're meditating is definitely well you mean if you're on like the youtube i mean just in general so when you're meditating, you're you are vulnerable. Um, when we are in class, like I always open up the room just for positivity, and as far as anything coming in or you receiving it, it's, it's not like that. It's just really the fact of if you're doing something on YouTube and knowing like what music you're listening to, um, understanding what is the the message behind it. And you said something about intuitive readings. Can you explain to our audience what that is? With intuitive readings, typically we will have a class. And with permission from my students, they give me the access to for their energy field. And I'm just a messenger. So I can receive messages from your spirit guide, and I can help you interpret whatever you saw in your guided meditation. And you did that with Sade? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has helped a lot. I know. Because <laughs> y'all don't do me, okay? Shade. I got your back, Sade. Thank you, man. Let's be realistic. <laughs> I think maybe like soon as she started in the department, she was like, So Sebastian, you do this, this, and this, because I gave her a reading one time. And she was like, and there she went. Well, what's this? And what's and I said, Sade, I can't explain it to you all i can do is tell you mm-hmm. it's up to you to you to know i don't know it just comes through me why i do that because <laughs> she was like so can you do it now i'm like no it's not that easy mm-hmm. <laughs> like i can't just turn it on and turn it mm-hmm. off so the fact that she has finally gotten into it i'm so happy for her. 
her. I'm so happy because I know she had so much. Oh, yeah, a lot of questions. She No, mm-hmm. she just had so much within her that she just, like you said, started to let go. She needed to let it go in order to get all her extra creativity. It's not as baby glowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. No. Um actually, yes, Tabasha is responsible for mm-hmm. getting me into I'll say my spiritual awakening. Like I guess I kinda always knew that I had like a gift, but I just didn't know what it was and nobody really to explain it to me because you know, uh Southern Baptist people, you know, they I grew up Southern Baptist, so they really believe that a lot of stuff is witchcraft or stuff like mm-hmm. that, which brings me to my next question. Um, one of our listeners sent in, like, they think that a lot of the apprehension that I get about meditation and inviting people to meditation is that they feel like it's witchcraft or that it's demonic and stuff like that. Can you just, like, elaborate a little bit on it and let them know that it's not or it can be if that's what you choose to use it for? Meditation is not voodoo, you know, it's completely different. And with meditation, it's really just you isolating yourself and centering yourself and just enjoying your time with your spirit internally. Mm-hmm. Um, it has it has nothing to do with any demonic things. Now, what I always tell people is when I pray, that's when God hears me, but when I meditate, that's when I hear God. Because Mm, you are very vulnerable, and it allows for you to see very deep within yourself what you have to heal, what you might be hurting from, um, allow for you to get awakening clarity on yourself, what's surrounding you, your past, your present, your future. It really just, it's a great way to look a little bit deeper into Mm. you in a way that nobody else can but you. So what mm-hmm. a, what about, like, the intuitive part? Like, I know that that's another issue that some of the people I've encountered had when, like, they'd be like, well, you're getting intuitive readings. Like, I don't want to know that. I don't want to hear about that. Like, and I always say, why not? Like, if it can, <laughs> I mean, if it can help you, like, if it's guiding you, because why that's not? that's one of those things we always talk about. Everybody is not ready for that. Right. It's As, not. It's, it's, it's like she said. When I did you, you was tripping because you was still you. You was trying to make it make sense in the biblical manner. And I kept telling you, they're two totally separate things. They have nothing to do. And I hate the title voodoo Mm -hmm. because I believe that that was attached as a negative Mm -hmm. word Mm -hmm. for awakening and just not being in the for better lack of words normal mm-hmm. so <clears throat> when you say voodoo that automatically attaches something negative to it so like when she says intuitive readings people are like oh that sounds nice mm-hmm. but for some people they like wait so you do what some people can't do meditation just for the fact that they don't want to be that vulnerable no mm-hmm. they don't uh, but also they're not ready to accept right it's a lot of things that you know in order for you to heal you have to accept what is um, and, uh, another thing is if I have no control over it, I won't stress about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, they, it's, it's comfortable for them to hold on to that hurt, mm-hmm. to hold on to that pain, to <laughs> hold on to the past because that's what they know. On, and preach. once you make 
kind of makeshift someone to step outside their comfort zone in an area that's unfamiliar, then it's like, okay, this is a territory that I don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, in order for you to grow, you got to shift. You got to move. You got to change. You know, and it's it's not (laughs) going to happen if you just stay stagnant. Right. You know. Okay, so I have a question. Um, For beginners, how would you... What advice would you give to beginners that want to get into meditation? Um, I have a lot of different things. <laughs> Can you be more specific as far as, like, how to do it or? Um, okay, so I'll use me for an example. Mm-hmm. I would love to get into meditation. I have my goals every morning to get up at 5 o'clock, pull my yoga mat out, and meditate, and that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And even when I do, I don't know if I just don't know how to shut my thoughts off mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, like, I don't know, should I go to class first and learn techniques, or should I watch YouTube? I personally think that it does depend on the person. Let me, okay, okay, let me change the question. Okay. How did you start? I <laughs> I started because I was extremely stressed. Mm-hmm. I was depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I suffered through anxiety. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I just knew that I couldn't talk to someone, but mm-hmm. I, I I accepted the fact that in order for this to change, I have to change. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just did research, and I stumbled upon tantric meditation. I was like, oh, this is what meditation is hey. about, you know, about more so about sexuality. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting. With me being a scientist, I wanted to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. And once I discovered breath meditation and guided meditation and just... I had the power, you know, like I have power over myself to change. Mm -hmm. I can just, just by the breath, you Mm -hmm. know, that changed my entire world. Because I tell beginners and I still tell my students, the only thing that connects the mind and the body is the breath. So Mm -hmm. once you can control the breath and understand how powerful it is, you can control anything. Mm. So did you? You got to let go of control. Not that Look, I'm trying to read you on a negative aspect. You got a key aspect. to take these shackles off. No, <laughs> but I, the same way that I knew what her problem was, her problem was trying to make it match her religion. Mm-hmm. That was her problem. Yours is you are a perfectionist to a point, mm-hmm. and lo- that loss of control and vulnerability, mm-hmm. that word? Vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot for you. Mm-hmm. Because we know you have a lot to release, mm-hmm. and you... I'm going to pray for you that you're ready. So when you first started, did you take a class or you just, like, started on your own? I started on my own. Okay. Um, Because even with it being over 23 different techniques, the way I do it, it's my own technique with it. Mm -hmm. And it helps. It helps me. It helps everybody else because everyone responds to it differently. And that's just that science background. Like, okay, this is good, but... How can I do this to cater to us? You know what I mean? To us mm-hmm. African Americans, mm-hmm. especially with black women, we hold so much in because we hmm. take on so much. Mm-hmm. And where I feel, me, I feel that we're told and we're taught that this is what you're supposed to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And just by living in that stigma, it's like, no. You feel you're I not can't. a minister? No, I'm sure. Evangelist <laughs> 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 or something. <laughs> Pray y'all listening to what she's saying. You know, so because that's what I was told and I was taught, like, no, this this can't be that for me. 
and it is okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay to cry. It's okay to hurt. But it's also okay okay to overcome any type of circumstance because no one determines my future but me. And I would never allow my fear to determine my fate. And because of that, I just kept meditating. Look. Lord Jesus. That's good. That's rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, my next question, which is actually a question of the listeners, too, is, okay, so, you know, we talk, we just talked about intuitiveness and stuff like that. So do you have to have a gift to meditate or is meditation where you discover your gifts? Um, with me, intuitive reading? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all light workers. All of us have a gift, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's really you going deeper in sync with you to discover your gift, discover your path. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us are here for a purpose. And for me, mine was intuitive reading. Okay. You know, I'm laughing at Tabasha because she. Making faces. I love this so much. Y'all don't understand. Like, y'all know I came in in a slump today, and I was just like, a slump. And everything she's saying is just like, y'all hear me talk about this all the time. It's just like confirmation. I'm over here in giggles right now. (laughs) Y'all don't understand. I'm sitting up here like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. I don't want to just take it over with all my, uh, what's that? You know, a person saying something. Confirming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so All just, your amening. Listen, I actually was she a minister because I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with that, you said everybody is a light worker. Everyone has gifts. So mm-hmm. um, do people have multiple gifts or is it just like people kind of, you just kind of fall where you fall? Like you pick it up where you pick it up or is it levels? I honestly cannot answer that question, okay. you know, because everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And but I do believe within my teachings um, that with one gift you can acquire another. Okay, you know, the deeper and deeper you go, the more in sync you become. Yeah, because the question—I mean, the question the listener asked was like, "Do you have to have gifts to meditate?" No, not at all. Okay, you have to have openness and willingness to change. Mm. <clears throat> And you can find your gift through meditation. Look, that's the code to life. <laughs> I, it is. But people make it. I just said today, why are people making life so difficult? Like, you're supposed to change. You're supposed to live. You're not supposed to just exist. There are a lot of people on this planet who are merely just existing. Like she said, so many people dictate to us what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do, especially as African American. Oh, you can't do that. You can't. You're alive. Mm-hmm. I can why? Because I, cause I said I can. Now, what people get caught up in is that they want to look like someone else. Mm-hmm. So when you say, do people have multiple gifts? Some people have multiple gifts. But some people have one gift that's so powerful, they don't need multiple gifts. So you just got, so your question kind of answered itself. Some, yeah, you get in where you fit in. You find where you fit, and you work it. You know, I'm a purpose pusher, so I'm going to push you all the way. Like if, So I have a cousin who... I believe, I solely believe her purpose is to support people. And the universe gives her everything she needs to support people. They gave her the appropriate job, the appropriate salary, the appropriate attitude and mindset. And when she goes in, she's really cheery. And people are like, that's a, yeah. Because if ain't nobody supporting you, guess what? You in trouble. Right. So your gift is not necessarily going to look like someone Mm -hmm. else's gift. But own what is yours and be grateful for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to be extremely mindful, you know, um, in this day and age with social media, it's so easy to look at somebody else Mm -hmm. and want to imitate that person like, oh, she makes this look great. So I want to try it. 
or you know, um, this person is doing better than me, so that means that I'm not. And we, I, I think that we cannot allow societal standards to dictate our life, mm-hmm. to put a stamp on where we are in our path. Right. Um, I feel that way, especially with women, and I advocate this. If you're not married, if you don't have kids, that does not make you less than a woman. If you Amen. don't, you know, make X amount of money or if you don't buy a house, that does not make you less than the next person. Like, whatever your path is, the main thing is you are happy mm-hmm. and living in your purpose. Amen. Mm. Look, this is church today, guys. Mm. I can't even say that. I'm sorry. Take out your notepads and write your notes down. So I have, this is my own personal question, just because because I don't, I don't feel like I get to ask. I mean, I ask enough questions after class, but (laughs) not to where we can get into a discussion about it. So have you ever encountered anybody who didn't want, like, who didn't want to be read, I guess, or who wasn't open after they, like, they came to the class thinking they would be open, Mm -hmm. and then after they'd be like, oh, I ain't doing this no more, or they kind of shut down when you were giving them the reading. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, There have been... (laughs) Okay, I'm growing, dang. I mean, you trying to put it on somebody else? No, I'm asking. On yours when you did it. No, not... (laughs) Do you understand the question that I'm asking? But uh, you 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 are what you just asked. No. Because I came in open. Like I wasn't as open, but I'm talking about to the point. She's talking about somebody that completely shut down and didn't want to do it no more. She's yeah. saying that she's open, she's willing to ask questions. Now. But she's not talking about the message. She's talking about I get what you're saying. Thank no, you. Man. I gotta be what the I'm mediator. Saying, but no, what I'm saying is at first when she first started with start, you. Yeah, she shut down. And then you have to get to the point where you say yeah, where she needs to be. Yes, her for real, yes. Yes. That's not what I'm asking, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I get the question you asked. Thank you. That is the answer. Go ahead, miss. <laughs> I was physical. I want her name, but I can't remember. Chakra Khan, Carmen, okay. San Diego, Carmen. Okay, so my question is, like, when that, I guess, let me change up the question since we're being technical. When that happens, when somebody comes in who does shut down or who doesn't let you read them, like, how do you, I guess, go about it or how do you help them or still continue to help them? Um, I'm not pushy. So there has been times where a lot of times I've had people come into the class and, and I think you're, you've been there where we will finish a reading, um, I would say one thing, and that one thing would be a trigger, mm-hmm. and they would just start to cry. And a lot of times when that happens, it's because you've built up so much that you don't know how to release, and it's just easy to bottle it in and tell yourself that you're okay. Um, there has been times where people have came to class and they, ha- they would be very relaxed. Um, however, comma, this is something very different from them, so they won't come back because it's different, and they don't want to go deeper because mm-hmm. they're scared of what may come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, every yeah, everybody's different. However, comma again, <laughs> when that does happen, if I if I sense that tension, I I don't push it. I just tell them like whenever you're ready. Okay. Hmm. So, I guess like 
also when you're doing like the intuitive readings and stuff, do you sense like negative energy around people? Has that ever happened? Mm-hmm. Or is there a way to like dispel that or is it just them working through? Cause I watch, y'all know I watch the trap witch all the time. And so the other day she was talking about like shadow work and stuff like that and how you have to embrace. Sometimes you like the closer you get to the light, the more your shadow gets bigger. And it's about like, sometimes you have to grow through the darkness, I guess, or grow through with the negativity, I guess. So like, how do you, navigate through that navigate through the negativity um negativity a lot of times is more powerful than positivity you Mm -hmm. know and it's a couple of of answers to this question like if it's kind of directed to me Mm -hmm. you know you have to protect your energy Mm because you know it can be transferred and you can pick up on that really quickly so whenever that happens I constantly tell myself affirmations Mm -hmm. you know um but then again, when we are in class and if someone comes in and they just, life is just ruined. And the, the key is to try to get them to release that negative energy without it affecting any of my students. And with that, again, it's positive affirmations. But even with the intuitive reading, if I sense or if I see something negative, it's not my place to tell you mm-hmm. what the negativity is. Um, and I just with my work, it's, it's not our job to, mm-hmm. because it's a seed. I can say one thing, and if I plant that seed, it's going to grow to so many different things because that negativity spreads quickly. And you said that everybody is a light worker. So is that something that people should, like, be aware of Is if, it, if they decide to um, take this path of, or if one of their gifts is that they can feel people or that they can see things or hear things, is that something that they should take heed to is not to, um, let people know the negative things? If they want to, you know, with, with great responsibility, it comes more and more and more blessings, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you are willing to accept the challenge, if you are willing to take on the blessing, um, it will constantly get stronger. It will constantly manifest to get bigger. And you can heal as many people as, you know, the oceans touch. It's, it's amazing. But it does require work. It does require protecting yourself. A lot of it is required. And it can get exhausting. But before you get to that level, you have to get to a point within yourself that you are sustained, you are founded, you are centered, and you have a true definition of who you are. Mm-hmm. So recently, um, I, I, it's funny that she say this is because I've been having very lucid dreams, mm-hmm. and most of the sometimes they're not bad, but sometimes they're good. But when I see a very prominent person in my dream, like that I haven't talked to, I'll reach out to them. Like my old college roommate, haven't talked to her in years, but she was in my dream, and she was a very prominent person, and nothing bad happened, but it was just she, we crossed paths in my dream. And, like, it's been several times, and I'll reach out to that person the next day, like, hey, haven't heard from you, just wanted to check on you. I had a dream about you. wasn't anything bad. I mean, I'll tell them, like, she had bought a house, and somehow it was in the same building that I was in. And I'm like, I'm not sure if you in the market to buy a house or whatever, but I just want to let you know I had a dream, and it was good. Like, my friend the other night, I had a dream he was going to be on the BET Awards. And I text him, like, at 6 o'clock in the morning, like, hey, I had a dream he was on the BET Awards. Keep going. Cause like he's in Atlanta doing great things, so mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a pick me up for mm-hmm. somebody like waking up at six o'clock in the morning. It is. So. It really is. 
But we all know there is a yin and a yang. So mm-hmm. although everybody has the ability to do light work, everybody does not do light work. And mm-hmm. we know that there are some people who um, tend to go on the other side of it mm-hmm. um, with the purpose of some people try to be saviors. So I'll tell you some negative stuff so you can feel like I'm saving you. Mm-hmm. And that happens sometimes. So although everybody has the ability to do like everybody does not, and that's when she's saying, be mindful of who you're listening to when you're doing your meditation. Um, because they're really sneaky. They'll tell you a whole bunch of great stuff, and then they'll tell you something so negative that you just... Devastated. Mm-hmm. Out all the positive that they told you, and then now you're just focused on the negative. And then they're going to tell you something positive to react to what they told you that was already there. Mm-hmm. So everybody has good sides and bad sides. It's how you choose to heal people. Yeah. And she said, you know, we got we have healers and then we have people that come to kill, steal and destroy. So right. you have to be mindful of that. Okay. And on a lighter note, how do you feel about children meditating? Oh, oh yes. It's, it's amazing. My daughter, I'm getting her to meditate. She's 14 oh. months. but even um throughout my pregnancy i meditated i i meditated through labor no epidural wow so i i believe in it and then i've seen just with her being here she's very calm she's so happy and Mm -hmm. so loving but um before we go to sleep uh we'll either read a book or we'll turn everything off and She'll watch mommy breathe, and mm-hmm. she'll just try to breathe like mommy. Oh, that's so, so cute. Trying to go to it. So yeah. is, that, is that how you, like, introduce it to children? Is just, like, kind of, like, imitate me or just sit with, the, sit with them in the quiet? It depends on the child. Um, because with children, you, it's, you have to take a different approach. Okay. Of course, you're going to have to have a little bit more patience. But with children, you have to thoroughly explain to them what we're going to do without over explaining, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the the sessions that I've done with children, it was very small groups. We really just breathe. Close your eyes and think about your most favorite thing, whether it's a vacation, it's Mickey Mouse, whatever you love, what makes you happy. And just focus on that and then just breathe and keep breathing. And then you do it in increments. And the longest we did, it was about 20, 20 minutes. Okay. Wow. That's pretty out. long for a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it helped out a lot. <laughs> That's good. That is good. So you going to try it with Moni? When she's older. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she got to get herself together. I know. I'm now t- she just... I mean, sometimes <laughs> she can... <laughs> <laughs> now she can sit sometimes, but it's not for long. Maybe like five minutes, and then she's like, I want to get down. I want to go crawl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to do something. So I do want to get her in into meditation, but one, I have to work on myself first. Um, may I make a suggestion? You sure can. So when you start, one way to kind of help is you can get some meditation music, probably like with a beach and just have her sit and just listen to it. Mm-hmm. And then ask her, what do you hear? So it helps them to focus more on the music. And at the same time, it's allowing them to relax. Mm-hmm. Because it's activating those alpha, beta, and gamma wavelengths for you mm-hmm. to relax a little bit more and be a little bit more calmer. And without even knowing it, she'll relax mm-hmm. more. So do you think that um, like playing the music now, because she can't talk. But mm-hmm. yeah, my daughter, <laughs> she's 14 months. Um, a lot of times we I just turn the music on 
and let her go to sleep to it. Mm-hmm. So it's relaxing. Okay. Because we, we started with the white noise, but then we kind of got out of it as she got older. But I think I am going to introduce it back to her. Mm-hmm. And kids mimic your energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she could you could do it yourself, and she'll just naturally... Mm-hmm. Start doing it without you even trying. It's so funny. She she really does mimic what I do. Like every morning, I go to the mirror with her, and like I'm like, "Hey, look, good morning, beautiful." And she does this because she see me <laughs> doing it, lipstick putting on. lipstick on in the morning. So she'll go and like I put gloss on her. She like, and I'm just like, "Oh my little baby, she's <laughs> growing up." <laughs> That's so cute. Mm-hmm. I know one of the things that I started when I started meditating is to turn off my TV mm-hmm. and all my electronics like 30 minutes before I go to sleep now. It helps so much. Mm-hmm. That got to tune out the whole electronical world. Mm-hmm. I try not to um I try not to go to go on social media like 30 minutes to an hour before I go to sleep, but I still have my phone in my hand cuz <laughs> I I read off my phone. Mm. Um, so, but I try not to do any social media unless it's like Pinterest before I go to bed mm-hmm. because I end up dreaming. Sometimes I dream about what I see on Facebook. Like it'd be a mess of dreams. So mm-hmm. I get it. So what, um, any last words guys or any more questions? Do you have any last words for us? Uh, yeah. And so if um, anyone is interested in trying to learn meditation on their own before they actually go to a, ca- a class setting, they can download CastBox. It's a free app. And the channel is Self-Healing Meditation Channel. And I have several meditation videos on there to zen, mindfulness, affirmation, guided, sleep, relaxation, Whatever it is that you are, you would like to achieve, it's on there. They're about the longest one. I think it's 15 minutes. So it's a good way to kind of start it. The longest one is the chakra meditation because oh, yes. that's my favorite one. So it's like 37 minutes. I'm just trying oh, yes. to get the website. Sorry. What is it? Um, <laughs> Castbox, C-A-S-T-B-O-X, and it's an orange icon. Okay. So... Is that an app? Mm-hmm. It's a free app. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I guess we'll just go around the table. So, um, guys, you can find me at DoHickeyCraftTeek on Instagram. You can also find our 203040 page at 203040podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Like, subscribe, share with a family member, friend. And we want to hear from you. So, if you have any feedback for us or you have any questions, just write us. And we'll be sure to answer them online. And my word for the week is when you know you know, you know. (laughs) I like that. Um, So my word for the week is, um, who word is this? Living your truth. Who normally says that? All of us. Okay. That's my word this week. Um, my word. So I'm gonna be transparent. That's that's what I'm gonna talk. That's the word of the week. To be transparent and opening. Okay. You got a word? Never allow fear to determine your fate. Woo! That's a good word to end on. Yes. This has been another episode of twenty, thirty, forty. Straight talk, no edit.